This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I... uh... I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saltalamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host. Rob Radford. Very special Baseballs and Boring podcast because it was done in a very special place. That was Baseballs and Boring Studios West, which is also known as the Godfather Joe Kelly's house. We get together at the Godfather's house in Arizona. What a group. Me, Blake Trinan, relief pitcher for the, uh, for the Dodgers. Joe Kelly, relief pitcher for the Dodgers. And Rob Freeman, Pitching Ninja, you know him, Pitching Ninja, the most entertaining and informative baseball social media account, YouTube account you're going to find out there. And he, with his crew, was traveling through Arizona, so we said, swing on by, let's do a podcast. And that's exactly what we did. So it was great to talk before the podcast, after the podcast, and certainly during the podcast, and I appreciate Ninja stepping in to host to be the de facto host uh why i prioritize a buying the pizza i bought the pizza and b holding the camera and then interjecting every once in a while just to just for fun but it's pitching ninja sitting in the middle of joe sitting in the middle of blake uh and those guys just talking and a big topic of conversation within the conversation was the golf outing that the guys had with yamamoto uh, the nickname that Yamamoto now has, what it's been like watching Yamamoto, because I don't know if you know this, everybody's intrigued by, yes, Yamamoto. And also, just talking pitching. When you get these guys together, you want to talk pitching, man. Like, you just want to talk the, the meat and potatoes of, of everything when it comes to pitching, including how unique each of these guys are. Each of these guys are so unique. The Dodgers bullpen is so unique anyway. But Blake and Joe both throw hard. But they do it in a completely different way. And there's no better person to sort of get to the bottom of it than Pitching Ninja as well. And and I think the overall theme was, hey, listen, let's live life as a Dodger. Living life as a Dodger, whether it's golfing with Yamamoto or talking about the intricacies of guys with insanely good stuff, it's just good. So... I appreciate Rob Pitching Ninja jumping in. Um, I appreciate the guys coming over 
and it was just a good time. It was a good time, and hopefully we can do sort of more of these sort of on location, remote podcast sort of things because all it is is some guys sitting around talking, eating pizza. I mean, I had a carb for the first time in fifteen years, or it seemed. So yes, it was a momentous occasion to be to be sure. All right, speaking of momentous occasion, you can have one every single day. By subscribing, rating, reviewing, subscribing, rating, reviewing, baseball isn't boring. We've had a great, great offseason. We've had a great beginning of the spring training. We really, really have. It's been great. The numbers have been great. The following has been great. The social media at BB isn't boring. People are latching on, doing exactly what we had hoped. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun in a lot of different ways. And this is the latest example of that. It's just, like you said, just some guys talking. Blake Trinan, Pitching Ninja Rob Friedman, and of course, the Godfather and Joe Kelly. Here you go. Here with Joe Kelly and Blake Trinan. What is up, guys? I have a mic. <laughs> yeah, but, What's up, guys? <laughs> but it's great to see you. Uh, this is the first inaugural celebrity host edition of Baseball <laughs> Isn't Boring. So congratulations. Dude, it's not boring, show. I will tell no, you. I can no. I can attest to that. Baseball isn't boring, but baseball players are boring. Okay. Very boring. <laughs> like Blake. Yeah. yeah, I'm boring. Joe's Joe's very funny and, and exciting. I'm boring. Got a point. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> How you been? I've been great. How have you been though? More more importantly, how have both of y'all been? For myself, I know. I kind of prepare the same way the spring training. I know Blake's been missed dearly by our team. Um, I've missed him down in the bullpen. But honestly, uh, it's been exciting so far this camp. Uh, obviously, everyone knows about the new additions with all the free agent signings, spending a billion dollars. Um, 1.1. 1.1. I, I think I added to that a little bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, it's been fun. Um, you know, the excitement's there. I think we're getting... Close to 5,000 fans on the backfields every single day for practice. Pretty incredible. Um, no, but it's been, it's definitely been exciting and, you know, we love it. What does it mean to y'all to have a team that spent that much money to acquire, you know, the greatest players in the world? Does that like give you extra motivation to kill it this year? Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, it's kind of twofold, right? Being a part of an organization that's willing to go spend and get the talent. Um, and also that you're privileged to be on the team also. Uh, I mean, they can, pretty much choose whoever they want, just like any organization has an opportunity to go and get anybody on free agency, but to have an opportunity to be a part and see your name on that roster, uh, I don't think it's something any of us take lightly, and it'll be cool, um, you know, we look back 10, 15 years, sharing stories with our kids and eventually our grandkids, and be like, yeah, we were part of this team, so it's going to be fun to see what we can accomplish, I mean, obviously health is an important factor, um, but on paper, we've certainly got some of the best talent that I've certainly ever seen. No, I think it's amazing. Uh, the Dodger ownership group, um, I mean, they are not only really rich, um, they, they, they actually love baseball and they actually, you know, take pride. And now that, I mean, say, uh, you know, they have like a, a high level of excellence of not only winning, but like 
all the fans, all the other owners, and everyone who knows the game of baseball, like they now expect them to spend money, right? Which they've done for a decade now. Yeah. And you know, once you get labeled one thing, you know, it's 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 like being a comedian, and you go out to Target, and someone's like, hey, you know, do something, or like, hey, yeah, like you weren't funny at all, like you're serious. So like, there's these expectations, like you know, that's how you're supposed to do. But the Dodgers have really like dove into it, and so now our owners, like, you guys spend the most money, and they're like, oh, yeah, watch, we'll do it again. Like, so now they're like. You know, kind of. Not, I wouldn't say stuck because I love it. You know, to be stuck if like the ownership. You know, say like I don't know the Mets or the Padres when they went all in one year and then they started trading. Like, uh, we don't want to be labeled as like always doing that. But the Dodgers kind of take pride in it. Um, and then they found a perfect formula for finding the best human beings off the field mixed with the best talent on the field. And you know, there's talented guys throughout the league, but also shitty people. So like, it's it's one of those things where they do the research and uh, you know ask more things about like how are they as a person. And, you know, in the clubhouse, um, you know, rather than just like, hey, we're gonna dump a ton of money into this guy without, you know, knowing much about him. So, yeah. all around, um, I think, you know, obviously the Dodgers organization is not just for baseball, but I think, you know, football and, yeah. you know, I used to think it was the Patriots, but then you got all that coming out, you know, with the documentary and, um, you know, the Lakers are a great, great organization, but, you know, they also sign guys that aren't good people sometimes and, you know, obviously don't play well, but, you know, the Dodgers have, you know, definitely found the uh, magic formula. Yeah, I mean, I've been a part of some teams that don't necessarily spend money, but they do a great job of putting great people that pull on the same rope. And when you have an organization, like he's saying, willing to spend money and you have quality people, it's pretty impressive. I mean, it, it kind of gives you a, a, another level of excitement. And to your point, Joe, an organization that's willing to put money out there on a regular basis to, to spend and, and, and have a product, I mean, you're putting your name out there and you're trying to put some weight behind it. Like, you're not shying away from the standard that is being a Los Angeles Dodger. Um, and this year's just, like, to another degree. So... That's exciting stuff. What's your first impression of the new guys? And we'll go down. We can start with, let's lose you Shohei last. Right? <laughs> Everybody wants to hear that. We'll save it for the end. What's your first impression of uh, Yamamoto, for example? Um, he's pretty outgoing. Uh, I know he's, he's learning English. He's taking some classes. Uh, Joe and I had a chance to golf with him. We did. Today. It was I fun. Heard it was really good. He, he has a great golf swing. Is he? So, uh, yeah, so, no, my impression's the same. So, uh, Yamamoto is obviously, you know, his own person. He's young. He's full of energy. Um, he wants to learn. I mean, we, I had him over for dinner that night. We sat here at this table and came at 6. So he left at, like, 10. We just talked what the major leagues is like, what to expect. You know, are you nervous because you signed a big deal? You've never played here. Like, are you, do you feel like you have to do more? You know, what have our, our guys said about, you know, how do you use your forcing compared to how do you use your splitter? Like, have you changed much? So, like, we just had a big conversation, and um, I think uh, he's very he's a he's a very good student of the game. Um, you know, asked him about how he scouts, what he what to do. You're going to trust our catchers this year. You're going to do your own video. So we went through a ton of things, um, you know, and I got to pick his brain. He got to pick my brain, and it was it was a great conversation, great dinner. Um, but we went golfing, you know, the other day, and I was like, hey, you play golf? And he's like, yeah. I was like, you want to play golf? And uh, there's a rule, you know, in, in Major League Baseball, every organization is different. Our rule is you stay for the baseball game if you have zero years of service. Zero to three years of service, you got to stay five innings. Three years or more, you're three years to six years before free agency. Yeah. You use, you use some feel. So it's like a divisional team. Yeah. You stay for a couple innings. Five, three. And if you have six plus, you get to go. And so we had a tee time, and I was like, hey, come on, play. 
And then he goes, but I stay. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you do have to stay. You're the richest, richest rookie in the history of any sport. You do have to stay. And so I said, you know what? Let me do something. I'm going to go as Doc if we could get out of the rule today. He's like, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm going to ask Doc. And so I went to Doc's office and I said, you know, Doc's great. I said, hey, Doc, you know, trying to bond with Yamamoto, try to get him used to it. Like me, Blake, um, and Evan Phillips are going golfing. We'd like Yamamoto to come with us and we'll make up for a down line. I was like, we'll make him stay for nine for another game. And he's like, yeah, go ahead, go do it. He's like, please take him. And it was even better. We played at, you know, um, Rolling Hills, got grass clippings, one of Doc, Doc's course. And, uh, you know, so we got him out of it. And he's like, are you sure he said yes? And I'm like, he's right there. If you want to walk with me and go ask him, he was nervous. He's like, he said yes. And uh, so we ended up taking him, and he showed up one minute before tea time. Ran into the clubhouse, bought some balls. And was looking up real quick. Came to my cart, got my cart, and I'm using Google Translate. I was like, do you need to warm up? And he's like, no. I'm like, all right. So we all hit pretty good. Yamamoto gets up, and it doesn't matter where you're from. You could tell when someone's kind of nervous, right? You yeah. know, yeah. it's it's probably pretty tough. Like I. Probably shit my pants and, and spray it too. So Yamamoto's practice swings are, were, were great, man. They're awesome. He takes his swing, nice little pause hesitation, and then just chunks it. I mean, it had it gone ten yards. And I and and he was like, he was about to walk back to the car. We're like, no, hit again. Like we'll hit two. Yeah, we'll hit two. He's like, oh, okay. And then like he gets up the ball real quick and he's about to hit. Like I'm like, no, take your time. And then he's like, all right. And then he settled in, decked out with Jordan from head to toe, and freaking stripes one, dude. I mean, he put it. 10 feet, 10 feet 9, 9, 10 feet from the hole and um, front nine was amazing and uh, the, we nicknamed him OB because he would hit a shot he would hit a shot off the green throw nasty cutters off the club yeah I mean it was incredible he would hit at first he'd barely miss a green he'd be like is that OB we're like no bro like you could play it's desert golf you could play that ball yeah and then he really got got the tugs dude and started hitting him OB and so he'd hit the ball in the air when the ball left his club face and I know I'm like we're OB <laughs> so we're just yelling at him but he had a great time Man, he took it like a champ. to keep that between us. This is his nickname. <laughs> oh, dang it. We're cooked. We're, we're cooked. Did you really? Why'd you tell me that? I, don't know, I, just, I, just, I just remembered. I asked him every day. He's, no, he's a great golfer. Your game OB, he's like, just. <laughs> so, not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. For the record, I wouldn't have trusted you either if you said I could skip out and I'd be like, oh, yeah. He 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 was. He asked me multiple times if it was okay. I was like, I literally just walked. When I walked over here, I came out of his office. He's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> and he's just, I could see him thinking. Yeah. No, it was a great time though. Um, yeah, he's a great person, great human being. Loves the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Teo's great. You know, we just saw him get a base hit right now. Uh, he's always got a smile. He's a good dude. He's That's the other thing, Yamamoto. He's very, like, uh, particular with how he goes about his business. Him and, him and Shohei both, actually. Yeah. I think, I don't know if that's a, a cultural thing with baseball in Japan, what, um, I think a lot of young guys are going to thrive off of seeing how meticulous they are with their uh, work ethic. Yeah, with their work ethic. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I do think it has something. It's a it's a cultural thing. And it's probably why he's been, I mean, you've seen his stats in yeah. Japan. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, three times Cy Young winner, right? Yeah. Or like MVP two, right? Was yeah. It? Yeah, he's put up crazy and tri- numbers. pitching triple crown yeah. as well. Like, incredibly good. Yeah, no, he's going to be good. Obviously, everyone knows that. You know, he'll have his struggles here and there. And, you know, the team sees him more than once. But that's the big leagues. And uh, he's good enough to learn on the fly. Um, 
that's why he's here as a Dodger. They're not just signing him because his number's over there. They knew that yeah. he's good. So um, it's going to be exciting to see. Uh, Shohei is, is is awesome, too. You, you know, he is Shohei on the pitch for us. Yeah, I forget that all the time. He's an okay pitcher. He's <laughs> average. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. So let's go to Glass now, who, like, he's one of those people, I don't know if you all know this, but he's tall. On, on, he's tall, but on social media, especially the women folk, think that he's, like, dreamy. Like, he has this reputation as being, like, like Prince Charming looking guy. I could, I could see where they have the hair and all yeah. that. He's, he's very fit. He's tall. He's got long hair. You know he can do a he can do a backward flip at six foot eight, which is pretty. I believe it. Yeah, he's a good athlete. I believe yeah. It. yeah, no, he's the conversations we've had. He's been awesome. He. He's another one who wants to know, you know, how the body works and, you know, what he feels right now when he's pitching, you know, with, you know, he's like, why do, ask me why I'm always doing that leg kick and like, I, he sees me practicing my drills and like hanging. He's like, man, I did that the other day and it feels great. And so now he's, you know, trying to work on a little bit of things here and there, but, um, no, he's, uh, He's got a high IQ about pitching, so it's 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 fun to see. It's not just him overmatching people, you know, throwing a hundred right by guys. I think, uh, you know, it gets kind of you know, lost in translation because people just think he outstuffs people. But he uh, has that in the back if he's struggling, right? Um, he could play gorilla ball and just huck it, but he actually pitches and sets hitters up and does his scouting. Um, and he works hard. He's always in the gym. You know, people think us California guys are lazy. So uh, <laughs> Glass now, uh, you know, kind of fits the, the non-California mold and always working. Probably, probably lifts the baseline, too. The what? Probably lifts the baseline with work ethic. You're laughing. You're saying this California. Yeah. You thought you were laughing at yourself. I don't know. <laughs> I do my work. I know. Yeah, yeah. I like to play it off like Joe, I don't do anything. Joe works hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Glassnell's great. I had a chance to meet him at the Fan Fest. And, yeah, you, like you said, you try to recruit quality people. Uh, but having quality people with talent, he's fits the mold. Perfect. How important is that as a team? And especially, so my theory is in any profession, it's important to have a great work environment because you're going to mess up and if you and in baseball you mess up a lot and if you don't have people around you that have your back and that you, you know you win and lose as a team I think that's where teams go south you can have all the talent but if they don't have each other's back it doesn't matter um, how important is that do you find as a team as guys that have played for as long as you all have I think Joe's probably the epitome of having your teammates back. I mean, I I got thrown right into it in 2020, and I'm I'll stand behind everything that guy's ever done. I mean, everything he does is to be first and foremost a great teammate on the field, but really off the field. I think he would be the epitome of what you would want in your teammate um, to be in your corner. Thanks, he's, Blake. He's, he's a boxable guy. I paid him. I paid him today. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Actually, Blake, Blake paid me. <laughs> True story. Accident. Yeah. <laughs> No. Golf, you lose some money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. He sandbagged me, though, the other day. That's why. It doesn't surprise Rob, me. what is the thing for you that fascinates you about watching them each of these? All right, I'll, I'll tell you, these are two of the filthiest pitchers on earth, and I'm not saying that because they're on either side of me. Y'all know. You're in my house, so you have to say I kind of have to say But for anybody who's followed my social media accounts knows that. Like, um, you know, Blake stuff blew people's mind. He's my filthiest pitcher of the year a couple of times and between his slider his sinker that moves ridiculously to me it's it's just mind-boggling how good he is at 
they just pitch it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I'm serious, though. Like, no, no, don't do that. Yes. No, but no, seriously. Like, I mean, it's, it, it blows people's minds when they see, because balls aren't supposed to move that way. It's like, it's like throwing wiffle balls. So that's what I first think of when I think of Blake Trinan is a guy that just is mind bogglingly, 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 bogging, boggling. Um, it's just stuff is ridiculous. Um, Joe, same thing, except Joe is more like you don't see somebody who can do the robot and throw 103 miles an hour like he does. Um, somebody that stutter steps and, and uh, you know, does all this weird crap to throw hitters off. And also just, I mean, the short arm path. He, you were like one of the OG short arm path yeah, guys. Absolutely. And you did, yeah. you did it naturally. You figured it out. Um, and also the, your off-speed stuff is is sick. And your changeup is a way underrated pitch. I think I told more. you when yeah. I talked to you about it. I was like, you should throw that a little bit more because it's nasty. Because everybody's looking at your other stuff. True. Your slider, knuckle curve, and your and your, and your velocity. But that changeup's nasty. We're going to work on it this year. I think I'm going to mix a little, little more in for sure. It's 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 hard. You just forget sometimes. You know, I, I I rarely am going off of like too much scouting, right? I mean, I'm kind of filling out the hitter. You know, I know if the guy's a big leg kicker. You know, I'm like, oh great, I can't wait to quick pitch this guy. You know what I mean? Like I can just quick pitch three heaters in a row. If you want to swing, get your ground ball. You know, but guys who leg kick are usually trying to drive the ball. So, you know, I'll pick and choose my moments when I want to, or uh, you know, we'll both hang together. You know, hang in the air. The uh, I, it's just fun. Like I go more for you know, my mechanics never feel similar. You know, my arm, my throw feels similar all the time, right? Um, you know, my release is different every game, every pitch. You know, some are on purpose, some are due to the you know quick pitching, the hesitations, you know, the long holds, the slide steps. Um, but that's how I like to compete, and I think that's that's myself. And you know, you can't really teach everyone that because not everyone's built the same or body moves the same. Um, but you know, I've been working on a couple this year. You're gonna have a fun. Hopefully, I don't get called for a block. But uh, a couple a couple quick pitch sliders I have uh, been practicing. So um, you know, same slider, hard. You know, goes goes left. And uh, but there's gonna be a quick pitch. But I have to say, there's been one guy, and I, I think we get the film, who's given me a problem. Um, with the leg kick and he's a great hitter uh, he figured out my trick last year before I got traded he's like man I can't wait to keep doing this and I've done it before so Stephen Kwan likes the leg kick and he's a contact guy um but he, the difference between his leg kick is he could he could change his leg kick. So he's like the hitter version of myself, oh. and so he could leg kick or he could hang leg kick. Like he could hang, and so I I think I double leg kicked and paused, and he was still hanging. And I was like, no, no way! Like, do I just throw it at him right now, or do I, or he got me and just give up and throw throw him his strike? And I said, and I'm thinking like I'm not thinking my pitch. I'm watching him hang. And I'm going, no way! And so I can continue my delivery and freaking clack, clack, line drive to left field base hit I'm like dang it he's the first hitter who has like ever matched what I did at the plate like not like you know hit, hitting but like actually my timing and so and I think before that you find that I think I like slid like, sl- like I did a slide step I think I came set go I think I long holded and I probably missed it on the long hold watching him hang and then I double up kick hang and I'm, and I'm looking like this and I'm like hanging I'm like oh my god he caught me he caught me red hand 
This guy, but Stephen Kwan, congrats, man. You got me. Um, you know, don't tell anyone our tricks. Do you make that stuff up on the fly, or do you know what you're on the fly? And I know what I'm gonna do. Okay, like I'll know what they bat like. Let's say I don't have a good breaking ball that day, and I know I have to use my two seamer more and change up. Like I'm going to turn my two seamer into you know five different two seamers. So if I have to throw eighty percent two seamers, it's going to be a mixture of holding it until one second. It's going to be coming set going right when the hitter looks up. It's going to be slice, and they hate it, but you know it's legal until someone's on base. Um, you know even if someone's on base and I know he's going to get a bag anyways, and I'm going for a punch out, I'll let him get the bag and try to go for the punch out and like double leg kick and you know take my chance. But um, I would say. 70% of the time, it's from whatever I did the pitch before, I know what I'm going to do. Um, and sometimes it's a feel thing, and I just, I was like, what did I just do right there? I came sit down here and threw side, and like, you know what I mean? It's always a little bit different. Those aren't always planned. See, one other thing that jumped out at me, and this is weird, um, you guys do two things that are somewhat similar, but you do it different ways. Everybody's always wondering how both of you all throw as hard as you do, because you look like you're half asleep when you're throwing. <laughs> he, does, you're miles an hour. he does. Yeah. It's so you- like, like, and this little short thing and you know fast twitch type thing, and everybody's like, "Well, how's he throwing that hard?" Doing that? And the crazy thing is, our fastballs look completely different, but right. it's almost the same as that analytic yeah. number. Yeah. But like his arm slots here and mine's here, and his release height's here and arms here, so like it looks completely different. But if you just saw the number, you'd be like, "Like, how does how does analytically go back and you see his?" Because he, I remember when he first came back in twenty one after he was down with a couple of small things, he came back to us in L A. and he started throwing. Sinkers, yeah. I I brought it back. Four and twenty. I was like, "What the crap?" Oh yeah. And I was like, "That's amazing." But I mean, he's just out to shoot, throwing it, and I'm watching it on TV, and it's it's honestly like it's moving late and the full width of the plate laterally, and it has some depth too. But I asked Connor, like, "Why does mine?" present, you know, with more tilt. Yeah. And then Joe's is more like this. Yep. And I, that's what kind of baffles me a little bit when you start looking at analytics. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, I think them, it might be broke. There's still some loopholes. There's still loopholes, yes. Yeah, but um, but Joe, Joe, it's it's what people see with Joe is he's actually not super explosive until foot strike. And I think that's what we both do extremely yeah. well. Um, I'm just a lot chunkier than Joe. So, <laughs> he looks like white lightning out there. And I, and I, I just... You have a yeah, I'm <laughs> New nickname. Big hero. Wow. There, oh, big hero. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I'm not going to call you that either. No, it's fine. I think what, what, and he and I have had conversations like, you know, like, and it's something that the organization has talked to me about. When my hips are working right, when they're engaged the right way early, and I'm not giving up my backside too soon. Everything else just goes along for the ride. You don't have to try to create arm speed. I think there's a misconception, at least from youth, and maybe it's changed, but like arm speed has to start from leg lift. And I'm, I don't believe that. I don't think Joe even thinks about that. It's foot strike on. Like, I mean, you watch him, you try to slow down frames, he'll be like here, and then you go one click and he's like out here. And like what happened in that four foot span is mm-hmm. just so explosive. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll be Michelin man, that's fine. You can do that. Right there. <laughs> he used to be psycho Joe Kelly was. Yeah. Game for you back in the day. I haven't used that in a while. You have, have you? I don't know how I ever came up with that. We talked about it one seem, time. Yeah, you just don't seem to be that crazy. We, we talked about it one time. Kids, now he's not. Yeah, now he's now he's yeah, Papa Joe. Why Joe? <laughs>